Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. We're here to continue with our topic. This is uh, part four, okay? Part four of uh, the two opposing kingdoms. And I believe many of you are excited or interested to hear, okay, this part of the series. Now, uh, this is going to be sensitive to many because this is the part where many doesn't like to talk about or hear okay or this this is uh, something that we want to avoid okay in uh, in church okay so i hope uh, your hearts are pre- prepared because uh, the, our goal here is to prepare the saints to prepare the church okay to what's coming ahead so let me just uh, very briefly uh re- review or give you the simple definition of kingdom okay this is the concise uh, uh, biblical definition of kingdom kingdom means rulership okay rulership or influence or control a kingdom consists of a uh, king territory laws and subjects to govern right and we also said that there are two realms or two territorial domains where this kingdom or where a kingdom functions, where a kingdom work. It's the now kingdom and the future kingdom. Okay? Both the now and the future kingdom exist. Okay? Remember that. Uh, and the, it's the spiritual or and the, the physical realm. So now, Jesus rules in us spiritually. But then there is a future thing of this kingdom. The Lord will return on earth and establish a never-ending kingdom. Okay? So, also, okay, in uh, part one, we discussed the beginning, okay, of this one kingdom. And then... It, it, it started with creation, and then there was this rebellion, and then the formation of the counter-kingdom. Okay, that's why the, uh, we have what we call the two opposing kingdoms. And then in part two, we shared with you the reason for teaching this th- series now. And to, of course, to educate Christians, okay, uh, so Christians can prepare, can choose where to side. Uh, where uh, and to remain loyal okay and then we discuss to you the handover okay the handover of this authority from adam to the enemy and then the lord will take over okay will take uh, over because we said god is the maker he's the lawful owner and he's the ruler and he will return and take possession of everything that belongs to him okay so the Lord will, there's going to be a second coming and is going to take this world by force, okay? Um, and he's going to establish 
the promised messianic kingdom which uh, we call the millennial reign of Christ okay and we will reign with him now uh, part 3 actually this uh, part 3 has uh, is about the beast or the descriptions that describes the antichrist okay the antichrist of course uh, there, there are two beasts no uh, it's uh, one and two we'll discuss that later okay uh, but so last week we started with the spirit of the antichrist uh, it's important to understand the spirit of the antichrist because this is the operating system that is working behind the behavior okay of this antichrist the man of perdition the man who is doomed to destruction okay so it has to happen okay like like pit uh, like uh, judas okay it has to happen uh, he, he, he was a traitor. He betrayed his Lord, his master. But without that, you know, there, there could be no redemption. So at this, uh, in this narrative about the future, uh, this Antichrist uh, will come and he will appear. He will rule. And, and you will know him because the marks or the signature, his way of ruling, okay, his nature, the nature of his government, okay, is uh, something, okay, or, or we are going to discuss that today, okay? This is the nature or the, the kingdom of the Antichrist, okay? I hope you're ready for this again. Last week was about the spirit of the Antichrist. That's the, the operating system that works okay, behind the Antichrist. And today, his kingdom. We're going to talk about his government. Um, and then next week, don't worry. This is something heavy to hear uh, for many, especially for those who are new believers. But be strong in the Lord, okay? I want to encourage you. We have a father who is you know who knows how to take care of his people okay he knows each one of us and he's got a lot of promises but next week we're going to talk about okay the defeat of the antichrist so today that's not the topic okay so but uh, we cannot skip this part because this part is going to be part is going to be the last thing the last government in this world before everything will you know if, if before god will put an end to the to the world to this world corrupted world all right so um i'd like to read uh, revelation 13 please uh, open your bibles to uh, the book of revelation chapter 13 that is going to be our main uh, passage of scripture for today revelation 13 and we're also going to read uh, Daniel chapter 7, chapter 8, and chapter 9. Okay, I'm not going to read all the verses in those chapters. We, we're going to pick, okay, because uh, some uh, uh, verses that we need, okay, to prove our point. That will also support the New Testament. Remember, the old testament okay it was prophecy it was futuristic during the time in the old testament and then in the new testament is still prophecy 
uh, written by John the Beloved at Patmos. Uh, but then uh, the, the Daniel and John the Beloved never met in their lifetime on earth. Okay, They never met, but God gave them synonymous okay a, a vision about what's going to happen to the future in the future and, and even in the book of Matthew in the synoptic gospels uh, Matthew Mark and Luke all of them okay all together uh, th- th- there's an account they wrote an account about this end time event okay so that's very exciting and uh I want to share this, especially to Christians, you know, who are, who will be here uh, during that time. Okay, who will be here? We don't know who. If I'm still here or, you know, we don't know who. We, 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 we don't hold our time. So that is why it is very important, you know, as soon as possible, I can give this message to you. Okay, I, I was praying a while ago. I said, God, help me simplify okay the best i can to to share with you things of the future okay this is okay i know this is not simple to everybody but we will try to make it simple the rest you will have to do your own research you know why because we don't have time to really discuss it point by point verse by verse why this why that okay so let's Let's go to Revelation 13, and I hope you, 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 you're already in Revelation 13. Also, put a bookmark, uh, what do you call that? Marker on their Bibles uh, in the book of Daniel. So we're going to switch from Revelation and Daniel. So it takes time if you don't put some mark, uh, what do you call Bookmark? Okay. <laughs> All right, it's very important. Yeah, you can also do screenshot because uh, uh, John already did the work for us. Okay, so why don't uh, I'm gonna jump directly? Okay, you can read that later. Some of the scriptures we will read. Uh, I'm gonna go to f- number one. Let us describe the kingdom of the Antichrist by studying Revelation 13. Okay, I have six points here. Okay, remember that. Take note, six points. Six points. Okay, it's six. Number one, number one, about the Antichrist kingdom. Number one, where is number one? Okay, number one. The kingdom of the Antichrist is the fourth kingdom. Okay? Kingdom of the Antichrist is the fourth kingdom, and he, or the fourth beast, who rules the fourth kingdom, will rule over the final government of the earth. When you say final, that's the last, okay? That is according to the prophet Daniel. This fourth kingdom is wrapped up in what John the Beloved in the book of Revelation calls the beast, okay? And then John the Beloved discusses that there were two beasts that will rise, okay? Um... Okay, uh, the, the Revelation chapter 13 covers the details on the Antichrist concerning his reign and his government. It discusses the two, uh, Revelation 13 discusses the two rulers that are to arise in the end time. So the question is, are we at that time? Well, we'll see. 
So and it says the Antichrist and his partner, his his, his assistant. Okay, it, it, I believe this is a worldwide religious leader who will help him, the first beast, the Antichrist, gain and maintain control all over the world. So the second beast is a, is a religious power, right? Uh, the scripture ref refers to them as beast. So you could imagine the atrocities that's going to happen in the future, okay? Because uh, studying about the fourth kingdom, it, the Bible describes it worse compared to the previous kingdoms. Because the fourth kingdom, okay, later I will tell you why, all right? So, um, okay, I'll tell you now. The, the fourth kingdom is uh, a fusion, okay? The first, second, and third kingdom fused all you know, together into one. That's, that's going to be the last kingdom, okay? And it says, no nation will be spared from the last of power of that one ru ruler who wants to control the entire world, okay? And the spirit that possesses him has a strong, unrelenting desire and is so determined to be like the Most High. Okay, remember uh, part one, we discussed with you the, the counter kingdom, okay? The establishment uh, of this counter kingdom and how this, this uh, rebel, okay, of heaven desires, desired to be like God, okay? So this time, uh, it's in Isaiah 14, by the way, if you'd like to read that one, uh, 14, uh, 12 to 14, you know, the enemy uh, is the one who wants to be like God, okay? Now, let, let's read Daniel 7. Daniel chapter 7, verse 7 to 8, okay? After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was the fourth beast, Okay, this is Daniel. Terrifying and frightening and very powerful. Okay, terrifying, frightening, and very powerful, but don't be terrified, okay? Um, we're, we're, we're just reading this, okay? It had, it, sa it said, it had large iron teeth, it crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. Oh, what kind of beast is this? It was different from all the former beasts, okay? Remember the beast, they symbolizes kingdoms. They symbolizes nations, okay, that rule the earth. Uh, you can read that in Daniel chapter 2 if you'd like to, to have a brief overview of the four kingdoms that will rule the earth before God is, will destroy all these king, the kingdoms of men, and establish a never-ending kingdom. Okay, that's Daniel chapter 2. Alright, so let's continue. Uh, so this uh, beast, okay, is different from all the former beasts. It had ten horns, and verse 8 says, While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them. And three of the first horns were uprooted before it. Okay, so this is the thing that you, we, you need to watch out. Because from this uh, nation, nations, or from this group of kings, 
there there's going to be 10 kings but this leader particular leader will overthrow okay will subdue three kings meaning to say three kings will be uprooted so that this king can rise okay so where are we verse 8 it says uh, this horn had eyes like the eyes of human being and a mouth that spoke boastfully Okay, so this, this, this leader is arrogant. He's, he's really boastful and proud, okay, prideful. And uh, we'll see. And I'd like to read Daniel chapter 7, 23. It says, He gave me this explanation, Daniel said. The fourth beast is the fourth kingdom that will appear on earth. It will be different from all the other kingdoms and will devour the whole earth okay look his rulership the fourth beast that will rule the fourth kingdom will what will appear on earth and what uh where is that oh what verse am i will appear on it it will be different from all other kingdoms and it will devour the whole earth, meaning to say, the influence of his rulership will affect what? Some nations? No, the, the whole earth. Okay, that's what the Bible says. Read it. Daniel chapter 7, verse 23. Okay? Although his influence will not be of the same magnitude, will not be of the same level. Okay? Or, you know, he cannot be 100% uh, effective or or his uh, his influence is 100% to all the nations of the world i don't think so that cannot be my professor said uh, he cannot rule that you know uh, that much to all the nations because uh, of course we we belong to the third world country and i don't know okay let's just continue okay it but the bible says uh, he will devour the whole earth. So that's his goal. The whole earth. When you say the whole earth, it's making the world one. Okay, that, that's the goal of this beast. Okay, of this Antichrist. It says, trampling it down. Okay, trampling it down. Um, and crushing it. Okay, he's going to conquer uh, the the whole earth maybe not by I mean not by weapons of mass destruction but somehow he's going to what take control to take rulership okay to take authority over the whole earth okay so this is not a a, a local thing in one locality in one place but you know the whole earth remember that the whole earth Verse 25, um, no, 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 24. The ten horns are ten kings who will come from this kingdom. Remember, from what kingdom? This kingdom. Okay, prior to this verse, okay, Daniel chapter 7, prior to verse 23, it discusses, discussed that uh, the kingdom, there was this kingdom who... Who, who conquered and then 
because the 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 leader the the horn of this goat okay died early i think that's that's i'm trying to recall okay uh prematurely the leader died and so but this leader left four new kingdoms and this thing happened already i'm not going to discuss that here do your own reasons it happened already it produced four kingdoms from that group and that is why it says here where where, where is it verse 24 the 10 kings the 10 horns are 10 kings who will come from this kingdom he's talking to the same kingdom that he mentioned earlier in this chapter after them another king will rise so meaning to say we know from what uh from what group okay will this king will come from okay another king will arise different from the earlier ones he will subdue three kings he will speak against the most high he will speak against god okay he will blaspheme god he will defy god okay just like goliath okay defying the god of israel okay and says and oppress his holy people okay oppress god's people and try to change the set times and the laws okay try to change the set times and the laws i'm gonna explain that later okay the holy people will be delivered into his hands now this, this is very hard to 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 swallow because the holy people will be delivered into his hands for a time times and half a time a time is one year times meaning say two years and half a time six months half of the year so that's three and a half years so meaning to say he's gonna have and exercise full authority over the whole earth he will have influence but then he is going to speak against the most high oppress god's people and set change and set times and laws wow wow okay now but take note that this kingdom will last for a short time okay don't fear this will last for a short time only and the bible tells us that this kingdom will last for just you know around seven years and this wicked king what will he do he will confirm or brother amir said the word confirm a covenant confirm means strengthen a covenant okay with israel i mean a peace treaty and then the third temple will be constructed it will be erected and in the middle of the seven years he's going to enter the temple actually he will stop the the, the sacrificial thing okay um uh, and then what and then he will enter the temple and magnify himself he will declare himself to be god we're going to read scriptures okay don't worry about that okay so matthew 24 15 okay it says so when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation now you ask what the abomination that causes desolation spoken of through the prophet daniel so we are going to read the book of daniel and we are also going to read the book of revelation because you know what 
In the book of Daniel, he discussed this abomination that will cause desolation. And in the book of Revelation 13, verses 14 to 15, John also discussed the same thing. Okay, so what is this abomination that will cause desolation? Uh, all right, so let's go to, um, okay, let me finish first. Um, where are we? Matthew 24, 15. Okay, so when you see standing in the holy place, so there is going to be something in the third temple. Okay, so that's one of the things, uh, landmark. Okay, the cue is when you see the third temple being rebuilt, rebuilt in Jerusalem. Okay, so you know that, okay, seven years has started once it's already up and um, and then it says the time okay the bible says in the middle of the seven years which is after three and a half years the the, the antichrist will put uh, the the abomination in the temple that will cause desolation all right so and then in verse 21, let's jump on verse 21. Matthew 24, 21. For then there will be great distress. Okay? In other version, great tribulation. Okay? Uh, so meaning to say, the, the tribulation is the seven-year period because after three and a half years, the last three and a half years will be great tribulation. That's what the Bible says. So then there will be great distressed and equaled from the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again well whoa everyone will live in fear at that time everyone will be terrified okay especially those who 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 do not belong to Christ because they are anticipating that someone is about to come they know okay they know here but they have not pledged allegiance to Christ. Alright, so um, where are we? Let's read Daniel chapter 9, okay? About this abomination. Daniel chapter 9, verses 27. It says, He will confirm a covenant with many for one week. Okay, one week, seven days. One day in this prophecy is equivalent to one year. So when we say for one week, that is going to be seven years. Okay, so... Uh, I'm not going to explain further the, you know, why this and that, okay? Why one day is equivalent to one year. You have to do your own research, okay? So then it says, um, Daniel 9.27, He will confirm a covenant with many for one week or seven years, but in the middle of the week, you see? In the middle of the week, He will bring sacrifices and offerings to a halt. He will stop it. The sacrifices, the, 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 the Jewish people, you know, uh, offer unto God. He will stop them, okay, um, in the middle of the seven years. On the wing of abominations. Now, this is the word abomination that Matthew mentioned, okay. On the wings of abominations will come one who destroys. Ha, ha. Until the decreed end is poured out on the one who destroys. So he is a man doomed to destruction. He's, he's, he's the man of perdition. He's, he's, he's the wicked. He's the lawless one that will be destroyed. 
Okay, let's let's read Second Thessalonians chapter two, uh, verses three to four. Okay, what does it say? Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. It means to say the day of his coming, the day of our assembly, will not happen until the uh, rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Okay. Meaning, this, uh, the man doomed to destruction. Okay. Now you have it there. That's the verse. Verse 4. He will oppose and will exalt himself. What? He will what? Oppose. Okay. Remember last week, while we were discussing the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist will deny Christ. Will deny the redemption, the redemptive work of Christ. Okay. And so, the same way, he will oppose Anything that has something to do with salvation, with the gospel, he is going to oppose that. And will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worship. Why? Because he wants to be worshipped. Okay? So that he sets himself up in God's temple. Oh, he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. You see that? That's the Isaiah chapter 14 ambition. Okay? And then now, the Bible says, he's going to be proclaimed. That's why he will, uh, he is going to sign or confirm a covenant. Okay? Peace treaty for seven years so that the Jewish people can, can establish or can, can construct the third temple. Okay, they can construct. Why? Because he had a plan. What's the plan? To proclaim or to inaugurate himself by himself <laughs> as the God of the earth. Okay, so that's his ambition. Okay, I'd like to read King James Version because NIV remove an important part of the scripture okay verse 3 it says let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first okay there's going to be an apostasy many christians will depart from the faith they will leave the faith and this is this is terrible okay and and, and, and i'm not the only minister who observed this because there are other ministers from other country who who i heard maybe i i saw in 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 the internet that mentioned uh the, before even before the pandemic there's so many believers leaving the faith by living their lives the way they want it it's like they're living their lives as though there is no god no accountability so they they, they live their lives according you know, according to their, they want to live it. No longer following or no longer submitting to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, as believers, you cannot sleep because of the Holy Spirit in you. His rulership has started to rule in the believer's life. And so you cannot sleep with sin because the Holy Spirit will convict you and remind you of sin so you're going to repent. So, so that's why 
in 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 the New Testament in in John, okay, first John, second John, I, I forgot where, but it says. We cannot continue to sin. Those who are born of God cannot continue to sin because of that seed in you. Okay? That's the Holy Spirit. You know if you are right with God or not. But many Christians, you know, they have ignored the Holy Spirit. Okay? That's too bad. Because one day we're going to stand before God and everything will be revealed in time. Okay? Everything will be revealed in time. And so there's going to be apostasy people leaving the faith and then uh, what happens and that man of sin will be revealed and so there's so much lawlessness going on around the world now i don't want to mention uh, specific uh, events okay that occurred but i am believing there will be more okay and then the man of sin will be revealed and the which is the son of perdition, verse 4, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, etc., etc. And he will oppose God or that is worship. So that he sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So you see, he wants to replace God. So that's the definition of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is a replacement of God. Either uh, he wants to uh, be God or take the place of God. That's the Antichrist because there's only one Christ. So if you're, you know, you're claiming that throne, then you are an Antichrist. You, you know, you're against the real Christ. So anyone who claims to be the Christ, okay, is an impostor and, and is a liar, okay? Um, verse... Where are we? And, and, and the same thing, the Dr. Luke in, in chapter 21, uh, Luke 21, it's not there, uh, mentioned about the great tribulation that will begin because the wrath of God is going to fall that time when this Antichrist okay, will declare himself to be God. That's, that is the abomination. He is, and, and his image is the abomination. But uh, here, there's a unique thing about this image because it's not just an image. It thinks. Okay, so later we will uh, we'll read that one too. Uh, okay, number two. The kingdom of the Antichrist is a combination of three of the world's most powerful kingdoms in human history. Okay, according to Daniel. But in the New Testament, okay, what about the New Testament? The New Testament, it is said to look like a leopard, to have a feet like a bear. Can you imagine a beast that looks like a leopard? Okay, if you know what a leopard looks like, imagine a leopard who have feet like a bear. Okay, and to have a mouth like a lion. It's very terrible. Okay, so bear has a claw. Okay, he can grip you and it's very, you know, strong hands, okay, to, to destroy, to attack the, the opponent. And he's got teeth like a lion. Wow, he can tear you apart and he's got power to move. He's so swift. He can run, he can rush, you know, things. Why? Because he's a leopard. It's a leopard. So imagine this. 
imagine what kind of uh, uh, beast, uh, this description of this beast, uh, combining all these features together, fuse them into one. Okay, let's read Revelation 13, verse 2. Okay, it says, The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear, and a mouth like that of a lion. So, you compare that to Daniel 2, Daniel 7, uh, it represents the first world empire, the first kingdom, which is what? The Babylonian kingdom. So, you read Daniel chapter 2, you'll understand the first kingdom uh, was ruled by King Nebuchadnezzar, the gold, uh, there was this image in his uh, dream, and, 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 and the head represents the Babylonian kingdom, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. Okay, and then the second kingdom or empire was the Medo-Persia. Okay, the Middle Persia, which is Iran, uh, uh, present day Iran. Uh, Compare that to Daniel 2, Daniel 8, Daniel 10, Daniel 11. Uh, this leopard is the, th uh, where am I? Second, right? I'm sorry, sorry. I'm second. And then the, uh, the third kingdom, I don't know, Middle Persia, the leopard. Where am I? Okay, the, the leopard is the third world empire, which is Greece. Okay, Daniel 2, uh, 40, Daniel 7, 7 reveals that the fourth kingdom. This is what, and what will come next, okay, before the millennial reign of the Messiah, okay, this uh, weird-looking beast, a combination of all those previous kingdoms. Okay, so again, this the kingdom of the Antichrist is a combination of the, the, the three most powerful kingdoms in human history, which is about to come. Okay, it's not here yet. It's sometime in the future, and we don't know when. Okay, we don't know when, uh, but I'd like to share this ahead because we know that this ruler will oppose the message of Jesus Christ. Okay? So now that we still have the opportunity to share it, I'm going to share it. Please share it. You need it. People need to hear this truth so that they will not be deceived. Number three, the Antichrist will exercise total control. What? Yes, that's autocracy. That's a totalitarian. Uh, and Satan, the dragon, will give the Antichrist his power to rule. Now, where is that in the Bible? I'll explain later. Just hold on. Okay, so how will Satan give the Antichrist his power? Possibly by the same manner he offered the kingdoms of this world to our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember uh, in Matthew 4, in book of Luke, when, when the devil tempted Jesus, okay? He said, turn the bread, uh, the stone into bread, if you're the son of God, etc. But, but uh, there's a, a point where the devil showed the Lord Jesus Christ the kingdoms of the world. And he said, I, I rule them. It was given to me. And I will give it to you if you only bow down, if you only bow and worship me. So you understand that the devil, Satan himself, the dragon, offered 
Jesus, the kingdoms of the world. So it is possible that this Antichrist will also encounter, you know, the because the devil saw that he can use this as, as his uh, puppet. Okay, so he's going to offer the same thing. Okay, and possible that this person will yield or the Antichrist will lead to the devil's offer and he worships the devil so and so the Antichrist can take authority over the nations of the world okay but Jesus he said no worship only the Lord thy God okay so remember that now Revelation 13 uh, verses 1 to 2. Now, let's go back. The Bible says, The dragon stood on the shore of the sea and saw a beast coming out of the sea. You know, the sea represents people. Okay? Because uh, it's wide. It's, it's parang, you know. So, the beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads and the ten crowns on its horn. With ten crowns on its horn. And on its head a blasphemous name. Whoa. The beast I saw resembled a leopard. But had feet like those of a bear. And a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. So who gave the beast? Who gave the Antichrist authority to rule the earth? It's the dragon. And who is this dragon? It's the devil himself. And the Lord is going to allow this. Uh, 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 and, and there's going to be great, I mean, the, you know, there's going to be a distress that will happen around the world. It's going to be difficult times. And when there is much pain going on, people will choose sides. Okay, it's very important that you choose the right side. Okay? Um, number four, the Antichrist will deceive the elect. Okay? The Bible says, I have not included that. The Bible says, even the elect. Okay? This devil will try to, to deceive them. Uh, the devil, the Antichrist will also deceive the Jews. Okay? Not just deceive, but he will betray them. Okay? In the middle of the year, he will stop the, the sacrifice in, in the temple, okay? And declares himself to be God. So he is going to deceive the Jews. And the inhabitants of the earth, of the world. Is that true? Okay, that's Revelation 13, 14, okay? You can read that. The devil is the puppeteer and the Antichrist is the puppet, okay? Just like how the devil used the serpent as his puppet to deceive Adam and Eve in the garden in Genesis chapter 3, he will also use the Antichrist to deceive the whole world. Okay? Remember the serpent who offered Eve and Adam food and Godhood, by the way. In the same manner, the devil will use the beast or the Antichrist to offer people good things. Now, okay, again, he will offer people good things, good resources, great benefits. Okay, that's, that's the way of the devil. This kingdom will project that they are helping everyone for the good of humanity. That's the guys. 
But again, he will not tell people. Okay, just like Genesis chapter 3, he did not, never told Adam and Eve that if they yielded to his, to his suggestion, they will lose life eternal. Okay, they will lose their position, their authority. They will, you know, the same thing, the devil, the Antichrist will not tell people that submitting to his rulership and taking his mark, okay, either on the hand or on the forehead, okay, he will not tell them that that will send them to their eternal death, to the second death, okay? He will not. That's why he is he's the ruler who will deceive the world, okay? He will deceive the elect, also the Jews, okay? Uh, Daniel chapter 8, verse 23 says in the latter part or later part i don't know what's the right pronunciation of this latter part of the the reign when rebels have become completely wicked okay daniel chapter 8 listen to this a fierce looking king so one of his uh, physical uh what do you call this profile or something that you the first thing you'll notice that fierce looking king a master of intrigue. Okay, so you will always be intrigued by, by his ways. What's going to do next? What's going to do next? You know, a master of intrigue, you know. So meaning to say, what he says on media, what he says on, you know, may not be the thing that uh, it's not true because he's, he's a deceiver. Okay, the, the spirit of the Antichrist working on the Antichrist, the puppet, okay, is not true. Remember Satan uh, in, 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 in our one, part one of this series, we told you that Jesus said he was uh, uh, a liar from the beginning. He's a liar. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He doesn't love his subjects. He deceives his subjects and sends them to hell. So why would you side on the Antichrist when you know he's not really after your well-being? He's going to kill you. Okay, so don't side with the Antichrist. Okay, let's let's go back to our topic. A fierce-looking king, a master of intrigue will arise. Verse 24, he will become very strong. Okay, he is a small horn, but he will become very strong. But not by his own power. Okay, he will cause astounding devastation and will succeed in whatever he does. So, who can stop it? Now, this is what we call, this is what we call unconditional prophecy. So, no matter how people or Christians try to oppose and stop this Antichrist from his program, it's useless. You know why? Because unconditional prophecies will come to pass. Whether we like it or not, it's going to come to pass. So, save your energy, okay? Buckle your seatbelts. Strengthen your faith, okay? Establish that faith. I'm going to tell you more about how-tos, okay, later. But let's just first discuss this. That's why uh, our brother Amir, I heard, he, he mentioned about this Antichrist. He's worse than Hitler, okay? He said that. I said, whoa! Fierce-looking king, master of intrigue. Okay, he will cause astounding devastation and will succeed in whatever he does. Hmm. He will destroy those who are mighty, Whoa! The holy people. 
he will destroy. So, he will be allowed to do this. Okay? And we know already, so don't be surprised if this day comes to pass. Don't be surprised. Don't think, oh, we're losing, we're losing, we're losing. No, you're not losing, we're not losing. This is part of the uh, script, okay? <laughs> the, the Lord has already told us the story. We're not losers. We're overcomers. We're the winner, okay? We're on the winning side, okay? We know the end, all right? So, don't fear. There will be fear in the entire world, but you do not, you, you don't need to fall into fear. I mean, you don't need to yield or submit into fear because you know that there's only one to be feared. That's the Lord who can kill both the body and the soul. So, fear Him, okay? Love Him. Fear Him, meaning to say, you respect him in such a way that uh, you don't want to offend him. Okay, when you fear somebody because you don't want to offend that somebody you love. Okay, so fear God. Fear God. Don't live your life the way you want it because it's not your own. You were bought in the price in the cross. Okay, remember that. And it says about the Antichrist, he will destroy those who are mighty, the holy people. Verse 25, and he will cause the seed to prosper. See that? What can you expect? All lies. Okay? They will transmit deceitful things. Okay? And he will consider himself superior. When he feel, when they feel secure, now this part, <laughs> Is the part of the, the the people will you know will, will be surprised and say, "Whoa, we were betrayed." Okay, when they feel secure, he will destroy many and take his stand against the prince of princes. He's going to stand against Jesus, against the the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Okay, against the real Messiah who will come. He will stand against the Lord Jesus Christ, yet he will be destroyed. That's what the Bible says. In the end, at the right time, when Jesus comes, okay, he will come and power is not going to be riding on a, on, on, on a donkey. Okay? He will be destroyed. The devil will be destroyed. The Antichrist and the dragon, okay, they will be destroyed. Not by human power, okay, but by the presence, the appearance the, the, the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? But, again, intimidation and deceit marks the Antichrist. So, remember that. This is another attribute that describes this the Antichrist. So, people in politics, I believe, people in authority, many of them, I'm not going to tell all, I'm not going to say all, because I don't know, but the way I understand the scriptures that many will be pressured to obey. Okay? Many governments, many leaders will be pressured to participate in this global, in this world, entire world rulership plan. Okay? You read that. That's in Daniel. I'm not talking about the present uh, setup because the Antichrist is not here yet. Okay? It's not... Uh, it's not here yet, okay? Uh, he has not appeared, okay, in the scene. So, 
is now they uh, I'm, I'm speaking especially to those who are who will be here who are what the bible calls the the what they call this uh, saints the tribulation saints okay when uh, if you're here you're alive during the tribulation um you you need to know this teaching okay because uh this is going to happen and you need to to be familiar with the descriptions that the i mean the, the descriptions that describe the antichrist so that you know that aha that's him okay that is what the bible was talking about so this leader is going to pressure the world to to he will cause the world to submit to him and you remember in the book of daniel he will crush he will he will you know influence the entire world this is the kind of beast this is the kind of power and authority that he will exercise okay so he's going to pressure everyone to participate in his plan okay or else or else example maybe okay this is just my opinion or else you will lose uh, you will lose your job okay you will lose your position if you are in authority you may lose some commodities um, you know economically you or you may lose your business or your life okay or your life so imagine you know th this is this is a wicked leader okay which means he will take your freedom from you to rule to take control over the whole earth and and their life way of life so wow that's in the bible it was foretold thousands of years okay many years ago it was already foretold in the book of daniel so um so the antichrist now number five i'm almost done we, we I, I told you we have six points about the antichrist okay number five second to the last the antichrist will change times whoa the antichrist will change times and the laws the political and economic system of the world what yep i'll show you the scriptures okay i am not inventing this friends i am not in a way connecting this to to, to the present uh, happenings in the world but what i'm telling you is something that was foretold many many years ago okay even before christ it was foretold in the book of daniel that this fourth kingdom the last kingdom that will reign for the last seven years will come to pass and this is the nature of his kingdom okay our topic today is about what the nature ah no no what's the topic the kingdom of the antichrist okay this is the nature of his kingdom these are the things the characteristics that you will observe that you will see that will be implemented during his reign okay so let's talk about this the antichrist will change times why will he change times i actually it's like a copycat he imitates god why will he change times because jesus said i'm gonna change everything everything will be brand new he will do that and 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 when the lord jesus christ you know jesus is going to mark his people he, he's gonna put a seal on his people especially on those 144,000. it's it's very clear in the book of revelation he's going to seal them okay those saints the tribulation saints the elect that that 
that are on the earth during the tribulation period. And guess what? The devil will also imitate that. Okay? He will imitate that. Okay, Daniel chapter 2 says that the Lord will mark, I think in Daniel chapter 2 and in Revelation, he will mark his people. But then the devil will also mark his people. Okay, he will mark his people. It will come, not today, it's not here yet, but the Bible says it will happen. So this is sometime in the future. Okay, by the way, this Antichrist is not a Filipino. Okay, <laughs> It's not becoming from the Philippines. Okay, so that's good news. So, but I'm talking about this because this Antichrist will come from another part of the world and he will try to subdue the whole earth. Okay, look. Again, this, the Antichrist will change times and the laws, political and economic system of the world. I'll show you. Okay, where is that in the Bible? So that's the question. Let us begin to read Daniel chapter 7. Uh, verses 23 okay to 25 okay he gave me this explanation i read that again earlier i think okay the fourth beast is the fourth kingdom that will appear on earth it will be different from the other kingdoms and it will devour the whole earth okay whole earth means what the whole earth <laughs> trampling it down and crushing it the ten horns are the ten kings who will come from this kingdom Okay, so there, there, I don't know how many kings already from this kingdom after the last king who is the, the horn in the, of the goat that died. I don't know if there were 10 kings already. And um, it says after them another king will arise. Will arise, yes, different from the earlier ones. He will subdue three kings. Hmm. He will speak against the Most High and oppress His holy people. He will change times and the laws. That's verse 25. The holy people will be delivered into His hands for a time, times three and a half years. Okay, now let's see what John has to say about this Daniel chapter 7. Okay, Revelation 13 verses 16 All right, to 17. Revelation 13 verse 16 to 17 says, it also forced all people. Whoa. It also forced all people. Forced. Okay? Take note of that word. Forced. Coerced. Okay? Forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their forehead. So it's either. Okay? Maybe some would like to have on their hands or left hand or on their forehead both but it says either okay so uh, or on their foreheads it says uh, so that's what that's political that's totalitarian that's autocracy why because you are forcing people okay against their will you force them to receive a mark something that will be embedded maybe that will be placed that will be put in in you on 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 everyone that is not necessary that is not by god's design you don't need it okay we don't need to put anything in our bodies because when god created us that's that's perfect that's fine okay so this mark will be placed on 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 the right hands and the foreheads 
forcefully. So the, the, the point here is that this is autocracy. Verse 17, so that they could not buy or sell. Listen, they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark. Okay? So tell me, guys. This beast actually will secure power through social or social and political and economic strength. Very clear. Okay? Again, he will have influence, exercise authority over the behavior, over the, 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 the culture of the people, the way of life. Okay? That's, that's somehow uh, the society. It's a social lifestyle, way of life. And, of course, that power, that influence is political. And then it says, he will force, okay. In verse 7, it says, so that they could, not, they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark. Which means, no business. You cannot do business. You cannot trade without the mark, or his mark, the mark of the beast. Okay. Which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. So, you will know it when he comes, when, when, when this Antichrist appears. So, the point is this, my friend. That's economic system. Why? Because it's going to be integrated without the mark. No business. You cannot, uh, you cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark. So, so, again, it's going to be political and the economic system of the world. So he's going to change times. When you say change times, what do you mean by times? It could mean this, the social condition. It could mean the way of life, the circumstances, or the state of affairs. He's going to change that. And the laws. Meaning to say, another word uh, that we can use with the word change is modify. Okay, He's going to translate. He's going to... In reinterpret, he's going to modify, he's going to uh, uh, what they call this revise. Okay, so if, if you you can uh, use the word, we can use the word modify or revise. Why is that biblical? Yes, it says in verse 25, he will speak against the Mosai and what oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws. Read it. It's there, okay? But this change of times, way of life, change of the law, has something to do against the Most High. His, the, his, uh, his uh, hatred against the Most High and hatred against the people of God. That's why He is there to oppress God's people. So, listen, listen. So, when you see these things happening and some little will rise to power, you will recognize him because he and his ways fits, okay, suits or fits in the descriptions we describe, okay, in this series. Note, fear and oppression marks this kingdom. The devil will use fear to know who are his and those who fear only God. Because there will be people who will fear him, the Antichrist, and will submit to the Antichrist. But there will be those who will not submit to the Antichrist because they fear not the Antichrist. They fear only the true and living God. Amen? So which side are you? That's the question. Okay? Uh, so this Antichrist is oppressive. Okay? He will use fear. He will use intimidation. He will, he will oppress people. 
oppressive because it takes freedom away from you. It's a totalitarian or autocratic government. Totalitarian, totalitarianism is a form of government that attempts to assert total control over the lives of its citizens. What kind of government is this? Now, you do your own research, okay? Uh, where where you don't have freedom, okay? It is characterized by a strong central control that attempts to control and di direct okay, all aspects, all aspects of individual life through coercion and repression. It exercises dictatorial uh, control. It does not permit individual freedom, okay? So this is what we call autocracy, which is a system of government in which supreme power over the state is concentrated in the hands of one person. That's why the Bible calls it the, this, this little horn that will grow big and strong. Okay, That's one power who is going to do. Okay, who's going to control, to rule the entire world. And he wants everybody participating in his program. Okay, So again, his rulership is marked with fear and oppression. Uh, uh, fear and oppression are attributes or characteristics that... that uh, describes the nature of, and uh, nature of this kingdom of the antichrist okay so number six last but not the least yes we're already uh, at the last point last point the antichrist will persecute the church again let me say that now this part is is the the thing that we all don't want to you know we all don't want to see, okay? So we don't want to be here. That's why we're praying, Lord, thank you, Lord. Take us home, okay? <laughs> take us home before this Antichrist to rule the earth. But it's not in our hands when he will come to take us to himself. But we are praying that all or everyone in our family, in the church, you know, the, will be safe, will not give up their faith, right? Even before that, even during this time of uh, birth pains. So, let's discuss number six. The Antichrist will persecute the church. Or, the Antichrist will wage war against the tribulation saints. Okay? He will wage war against the tribulation saints. Specifically, he's going to, you know, uh, he's going to target the saints, the, I mean Christians, those who will believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, even those who will believe later, okay? He will weaponize the law against anything that has to do with Christianity. He will target, okay, uh, uh, the spiritual, the moral, the financial aspect of life to remove Christians or to remove Christianity. Again, he will weaponize the law against christianity why where is that in the bible okay let me review what i just read earlier okay remember in daniel 7 25 he will speak against the most high and oppress god's people god's holy people and try to change the set times and the laws because he is against god he is against christ and he is against christians that's why he is called the Antichrist, okay? Um, uh, the name Antichrist means against Christ. So, Antichrist is against Christ and against Christians. So, you will know this leader because he will be against Christianity, okay? 
this is another attribute to check about the Antichrist, the coming Antichrist, because he is will resist and harass. What is what the Bible says? He will harass or persecute real Christians. Okay, the real Christians he will persecute. Okay, so we believe that he will make policies to outlaw, to outlaw the religious freedom of Christians. He will, because. We already have the hint. It's already in scriptures. We have read it. Okay. Um, so again, um, let's read the scripture. Revelation. He will weaponize the law against anything that has to do with Christianity. Revelation twelve seventeen. It says, Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring okay so you understand the devil it's not really the antichrist the puppet but the puppeteer which is the dragon the devil is using the antichrist as his puppet okay to pursue to wage war against the the the, the christians against the offspring or against those who keep god's commands and hold fast their testimony about who? About Jesus. So this is about Christians because they they are the people who follow the Lord, the followers of Christ. Okay, so he is going to wage war against Christians. Now in the Old Testament, Daniel chapter seven, verse twenty-one. Okay, let's see that. It says, "As I watch, this horn was waging war against the holy people and defeating them." Okay, Daniel 7.21. Do you have it? There. Okay. So, okay, uh, this, this horn or the, the Antichrist was waging war against the holy people and defeating them. Whoa, defeating them? So expect that that will be allowed too. Until, verse 22, until the ancient of days, that's the Lord Jesus Christ, who was, who is, and is to come. Okay, so the ancient of days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the holy people of the Most High. All right. All right. And the time came when they possessed the kingdom. So this is now the new kingdom, the millennial kingdom, where Jesus reigns forever and we will reign with him for a thousand years. Hallelujah. That's just the beginning, people. That's just the beginning. So, um, we're going to talk about that next week, alright? So, but here's the, the, the thing. The Old Testament and the New Testament prophecies are consistent, okay? They are consistent. So, you see that, uh, that this devil is going to wage war against God's people, okay? So, um, where are we... Um, <clears throat> So that's why there are many movements being supported to accomplish such goal to prepare the ground for the coming of this little horn. Okay? So review um, our scriptures about the spirit of the Antichrist which we discussed last week. So example, example, okay? Uh, uh, about the Antichrist in the New Testament. No? Uh, the example of how he will wage war. Okay, what, what, example of of how he will rule. Uh, he's going to be very demanding. Okay, what will he demand? He will demand worship. 
The Antichrist will demand worship. And if you refuse to worship him, you know what? If you refuse to bow to him, you will be killed. Okay, let's read that. Revelation 13, verse 15. Revelation 13, verse 15. It says, The second beast was given power to give breath uh, to the image of the first beast. Okay? The first beast uh, who reigned in the first three and a half years so that the image could speak. Can you imagine this? This abomination is an image that can speak and cause all who refuse to worship the image to be killed. They will be martyred. So this is one is this is a chance for those who are on that uh, at that time who are who who are not yet in Christ and they want to be saved you know they must refuse they must reject the worship of the beast okay because you know by doing that if you're not loyal to the antichrist who will rule the earth you will be killed. If you will not worship him, you will not worship the image, which is the abomination that will cause desolation. Okay? That will, you know, cause the wrath, you know, the the the, um, the great tribulation according to Luke chapter 21. The, the, it, uh, if you will not worship the beast, you will be killed. You will be martyred. Okay, Revelation 13 verses 9. To 10. So this is the, the verse that you need to understand. Verse 9. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Verse 10. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. So it's, it's like uh, God, even through this time of tribulation, uh, He is still in control. He is there to comfort, to, to protect. It is this is people, those those people who are who will believe the elect uh, that are alive that will be living uh, through the tribulation. Uh, you know, God's grace, God's favor is there. I believe because um, what verse are we now? Because the Lord knows and he is still in control with those who will be taken captive and those who will be martyred for their faith okay let's continue to read that if anyone is to go into captivity into captivity they will go if anyone is to be killed by the sword with the sword they will be killed so uh, there's nothing you can do about it if if the lord will allow you to be tested uh, your faith for your faith to be tested with this kind of testing, it will happen. That's why it says at the last part, it says, This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. If you are still here, there will be difficult times during the tribulation, but do not. Uh, attempt or do not think uh, or do not commit suicide okay instead endure by God's favor he promised to be with us all right I will be with you until the end of the age that's Matthew 28 um, hallelujah so 
so the thing is uh, we don't worry about this thing you know oh you know we will be captured some will be put into prison yes because the bible already said which i want to tell you which i want to or maybe remind you or to you who, who do not know about this that those who will be taken into captivity into captivity they will go but those who will be martyred for the faith that will be their faith f-a-t-e but they will be great in the kingdom of heaven now now look look oh so it looks like you know we're defeated when when the antichrist captures christian and when the antichrist uh, are is, will successfully eliminate christians okay so the antichrist won a mighty victory no it didn't that's not true okay i will tell you why i will tell you why here's the 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 the, the truth if you are captured if you are detained imprisoned martyred by the antichrist for your faith in christ then you have defeated the antichrist Ooh, that's the game friends okay but if you renounce your faith if you receive his mark if you side on him okay in whatever way okay if you agree with him or if you allow yourself to be used by the antichrist against christians okay then he has defeated you okay so look it may look like he is winning in the natural realm but in the spiritual realm okay he is not let me tell you again being captured or being killed for your faith makes you a winner okay makes you an overcomer that's why the bible says he who overcomes okay to the end will be saved why because you know if being captured and being killed for your faith makes you a winner because you know what this is the the real issue faith you need to have enduring faith you must endure okay because the moment you submit to the antichrist it means he it means defeat for you it means the antichrist defeated you conquered you because you gave up your faith but even through death okay you held tight you remained faithful you stayed loyal to the lord jesus christ you kept the faith then you are victorious you an overcomer that's the that's the point it's your faith now let's uh let's read some scriptures okay let's 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 read some scriptures hebrews 12 verse 2 this is uh, uh the things that i suggest that you should do okay this is the part that i want you to to really take note okay so what do we do now that, th that there's going to be an antichrist who's going to reign is going to be a fierce leader who is going to force people he's going to change the, the the government system he's going to change the government system so that the world can be one so that he can rule the whole world the the, the world must have one government system so that he can rule the world so remember that when that time happens you see this leader and all the the the, the, the attributes the, the characteristics that we describe about him is there then you know that's him that's him 
That's the one who, 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 who confirms the covenant for seven years and who declared himself to be God in, in the third temple. So that's him. So how do we overcome the dragon? How do we defeat the Antichrist? How do we defeat the, the, the beast? Okay, Hebrews chapter 12. Okay, number one. How do we defeat the Antichrist? Number one, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. To verse 3, it says, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Remember, okay, remember the code, uh, the, 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 the issue, the main issue is your faith. Okay, but so look, focus your eyes on Jesus, who is the, the author and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So he endured all the suffering, scorning its shame, shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of So Jesus was victorious over, over, this, over Satan. No? The devil tried to kill him and was able to kill him in the physical, but the devil was defeated. Okay? He killed the Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh, but the devil but it was the defeat for the devil. Alright. So, so verse 3 it says, Consider him or Jesus who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So you, you will not be discouraged. Okay. So what do we do? Fix our eyes on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Look on Jesus. Okay. Uh, fix your eyes on Jesus. The author and finisher, perfecter of our faith. Okay, and follow his his steps. He endured the cross. He endured the cross and its shame and sat down and then later sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Victorious. Okay? Be, we're victorious. So another verse, first John chapter four. I no 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 sorry. First John chapter five, verses four to five. Now this is what the Bible says, but before verse four it was talking about love for God. Now, if you love God, you will what? Obey Him. Okay? So, and it says, verse 4, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. Again, everyone that are born again, that has the Holy Spirit, that are controlled, that are led by the Holy Spirit, that's born again, meaning to say, the rulership or the kingdom of God, the rulership of Christ is in you. In your life, he's the one running, influencing your life. So right now, you are we are here on earth, but our lifestyle does not fit the world. It's different. We think differently from the world. That's the kingdom of God in you. So the Bible says, everyone, okay, everyone means what? Everyone. Everyone born again or born of God, born of the Spirit of God, overcomes the world. Hallelujah. We are overcomers, destined to overcome the world. As if you're born again, you can overcome the world. And it says, this is the victory that has overcome the world. Okay, even our what? Our faith. Our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Who? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So again, you must be born again first. If you are born again, then you have the power to overcome the Antichrist. Okay? Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you. The Holy Spirit will establish your faith. Remember, rebuild or develop your relationship with God, the Holy Spirit. 
Read the word, okay? So, everyone who is born of God overcomes the world through faith. And because uh, the, the preceding uh, verses, okay? Uh, I mean, the, the verses before verse 4 mentioned about what? The love of God. So, you need to love God. If you love God, okay, let's say it in another way. The person who loves God, the person who are born of God, and their faith, okay, makes them strong. And I believe this is the victory, their victory, our victory to overcome the world. Okay? So, faith. Don't give up your faith. Now, let's go to that. 2 Timothy chapter 4, 5-7. to So, these are the scriptures you need to remember, especially when the Antichrist reigns. To those of you who will be here. Okay, so uh, where is that? First Timothy chapter 4, 5 to 7. This is a common scripture in our program. Verse 5. But you keep your head in all situations. Endure hardships. Okay? Endure hardship. The same way in Hebrews chapter 12, Jesus endured the cross. Endure hardships. Do the work of an evangelist. Meaning you say, you evangelize now, okay? Starting now. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Meaning you say, make use of it. Utilize it. I mean, all platforms. Come on, preach online. Share your testimony, okay? For I am already, Paul said, verse 6, I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. He knows that he's about to exit the world, okay? He's about to... to, to to appear in that eternal, in, in a glorious place. So his departure is near. Verse 7, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. This is how Christians will overcome the evil one. The evil person. The lawless one. The one the man of perdition or the one who is doomed to destruction, the way to overcome him is that you do not lose your faith. You do not give up your faith. When you are told to worship other gods, when you are told to renounce your faith in Christ, you will not do it. You know, remember the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were told at the sound of the music, everybody will bow down to the image that Neb King Nebuchadnezzar um, erected and they did not they refused to bow down and they said oh king even if the lord will not save us we will still not bow down to your idol friends there will be people who will be like that in the end times they will not bow down to other gods because they will their, their allegiance they will bow down to only one god the god of Israel, the living one Yahweh Adonai he said, my, uh, uh, I am Yahweh. That is my name. Okay, I will not share my glory to any other. Okay, if your loyalty is with the God of Israel, the true and living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you are on the right side. Okay? So, friends, whatever happens, fight a good fight. To those of you who will be in prison, keep the faith. Never give up. 
I know that it's not gonna be easy, but I tell you, it's worth celebrating later. It's it's worth, you know. I mean, whoa. What is life? We will all die anyway on earth. Okay? It's just a, a door that you have to enter and then and then you're on the other side. But but here's the thing. What's what kind of you know exit <laughs> will you have? Will you go through? You see, I do not want to um, waste my life for nothing. You know, I don't want to squander this life. I, I want to glorify God. Do you, we all want to glorify God when uh, you know at the last lap of our lives we have served him we have given him glory you know that's the greatest treasure that's the greatest in our uh, in, in filipino culture that's our pasalubong okay the best pasalubong is that you know you have done your your assignment you have led souls to christ you have shared the gospel and you have not given up your faith okay follow the lord jesus Christ. remain faithful my friend Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I want you to know, friends, that side with God and stand on the Lord's side. Always. Okay? Of course, the question is, who is this Antichrist? Who is the Antichrist, the man of perdition? The answer is, we don't know. But what I have to say to you today is this. Side with God. And stand on the Lord's side. Don't side with the puppeteer and the puppet. Okay? They will put mark either on your hand or on your forehead. And that is for the Lord. That is betrayal and rebellion. Don't participate in the program of the Antichrist. Because you know that he is going to blaspheme God. He's going to speak against and he will defy God and he is going to oppose and wage war against the children of God okay so uh, uh, so that's why we gave you some tips on what to do and the kind and the right mentality the right uh, concept the right principles the right the truth I mean the, you need to understand and to retain this in your mind that uh being captured or killed for your faith makes you a winner, makes you an overcomer, okay? You have not been defeated. You will never be defeated as long as you keep the faith. But submitting to the Antichrist means defeat for you. When you submit, when you side to the Antichrist, you have been defeated. You have been slain. <laughs> by the enemy so that's what's gonna happen if you side with the antichrist so last scripture uh no no, no. going i think uh revelation 12 10 this is second to the last scripture very important uh it's not i'm not giving you the verse let's jump to revelation 12 11 it says they triumph over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death um okay let me just um, give a commentary uh, there is a need for believers to study uh, the, the redemption okay 
or the redeeming blood of the Lamb. So, so no one can twist your faith in Jesus. Because they will try to, I believe there, there will be some who will be imprisoned and they will Im, uh, brainwash them. Okay? Um, so, listen. Our personal testimony is important. Or our conversion story is important to establish. Okay? So, they, can, they, they, they won't be able to confuse you. As a believer, okay, they won't be able to convert you to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist. So, uh, so our conversion story or our testimony, personal testimony, is important. Okay, so it is something that they cannot take away from us. Somebody who who is a, a you know who who tried to tell me that uh, the Lord uh, these things, the, the spiritual beings, they're not real. But you see, I have encounters. So my testimony is my testimony. No one can take it from me. Okay, no one can take that from the bearer. So, uh, but the spirit of the Antichrist, just like what we discussed last week, um, okay, is um, the spirit of the Antichrist will tell you that God is not real. That God is non-existent, that there is no heaven, there's no hell, but your personal testimony, your personal experience, your personal encounter about how God's love and power change your life, that they cannot take away from you. That ca they cannot undo. Okay, so don't be ignorant. Study the Bible. Okay, uh, last verse, Revelation twenty-one-eight. But the cowardly, it says, the unbelieving. The vile, the murderers, okay, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. I'd like to highlight the word, but the cowardly. You see, the, this phrase is becoming more significant nowadays. Because when the Antichrist rule, he will really rule in, with, in fear. He will terrify. He will use intimidation. And many will be cowarding, okay, behind, you know. And, and many will, I believe, uh, will be like Peter, who will deny Christ. But... My prayer is that, you know, you won't deny Christ. You will faithfully remain loyal to Christ. So you see, the, 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 the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, you know, their place will be the fiery lake of burning sulfur, which is the second death. So, friends, remain loyal. Okay, so next week, we are going to talk about, hallelujah. The, the, the reason why Jesus was sent. You know, the Bible says, for to us a child is born, us son is given, and the government will be upon, upon his shoulders. So there, there is going to be another kingdom, okay, after the last human kingdom, okay, and the government, this new king, which is the king of kings, lord of lords, who will be coming down from heaven to earth, okay, not not will rise from the peoples from but, but this king will come down from heaven okay 
He will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the greatness and of the increase of His kingdom, of His government, and peace. There will be no end. Hallelujah. So next week, friends, we're going to talk about the defeat of the Antichrist. So now you heard about the kingdom of the Antichrist. You need to hear about the defeat of the Antichrist. So you will understand and, and have more confidence to side on the Lord Jesus Christ and remain loyal to Him because we will tell you the story, how it will happen. Okay, the Bible already tells us, okay, what will happen. Okay, so, but there's something that we cannot evade that will happen on this earth there's going to be a time of tribulation okay but don't worry don't worry after that okay god has a plan after that will be our turn okay and it's going to be the lord jesus christ he's going to establish his kingdom on earth so thank you very much friends i hope you learned something so for next week is go next week is going to be the last part of our series the two opposing kingdoms that's it for today's episode thank you for joining us keep in touch with us via facebook go to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for maranatha family church davao on facebook where we also stream our church service Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. We hope to see you there. God bless.